10 years ago, the first Clapper Vision hit radios across Southern California. It's a beautiful morning. So you ready for a Clapper Vision? And your Saturday mornings would never be the same. Yes, Doc, I love your show. Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Welcome to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Robert Clapper. Presented by Cedar sinai on 710 ESPN. The home of Clapper Vision. And this morning, celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Weekend Warrior Show on 710 ESPN. Happy anniversary, Doc. 10-year anniversary <laughs> of the Weekend Warrior Show. Wishing Dr. Clapper a happy 10th anniversary with us. Wishing Dr. Clapper a happy 10th anniversary with us on 710 ESPN. Clap, clap, Clapper Vision. What's wrong with my knee, Doc? The Weekend Warrior Show celebrating 10 years, bringing his Clapper vision to L.A. Happy anniversary, Doc. Happy anniversary, Doc. Wishing Dr. Clapper, my man, a happy 10th anniversary with us on 710 ESPN. It's been a decade, Doc. A decade? Wow. The Weekend Warrior Show celebrating 10 years, bringing his Clapper vision to L.A. Happy anniversary, Doc. Take it away. Here's Dr. Clapper. I know, because I know you, that your hands, and when you're in the operating room, there is another force with you as well. It's the force of your father, uh, your education, your dedication, and your natural ability, your senses. You're sensing things as well. Being a doctor is an art form as well as being a, a surgeon and a mechanic. Wow, that's the great William Shatner, Captain Kirk, a good friend of mine. Just a delightful man to take care of all these years. Man, my heart is jumping out of my chest right now, Steve Paulette. You're killing me. I love it. All right, let's take line eight. Another special guest, the secret guest. Welcome to the show. Hey, Robbie. It's Linda. And I want to thank Wilt for connecting us 27 years ago. <laughs> this is the great Lindy Yui, who I've had the pleasure of working with all these years. You know how holistic I am. I'm the first one to tell you not to get a cortisone shot. Get in the pool. Do your exercises. Well, Linda and I wrote three books together about how to avoid surgery. And if you have the surgery, how to recover maximally from it. So now you're listening to the great Linda Yui. Linda, thanks so much for joining us today on the 10th anniversary show. You're a big part of it. When you said you were one of the best days of your life, I knew I had to call in. And I want to just tell everybody that the best fun of writing books with you is going surfing in the morning and then going back to your place and working. <laughs> no, it's just beautiful. Listen, I can't put a sentence together, but I can talk. And the beautiful thing is, is you're my audience. And when I see that beautiful smile on your face and you go, wow. That's incredible. <laughs> when I say that the cartilage in your knee is so miraculous, it's smoother than two ice cubes rubbing together. You look at me, you go, wow, that's incredible. <laughs> and that's why I have to record every word because I'm going to have to take a phrase from this page and a phrase from that page and a phrase from that page and, and turn it into fabulous. <laughs> you know, you want two things with your life. You want things that are priceless and things that are timeless. And writing a book will last forever. So to be able to write a book, there's no way I would have been able to do it without you, Linda Yui. So thank you so much for your friendship and your collegiality and your professionalism. 
you're a big part of why what I do here is so successful. And thanks so much. You've been the best. You, you've been the best collaborator in my professional world. Thank you. Oh wow, you made my day. Thanks. All right, Warriors. Thanks for this what a show. Treat. I love this show. Thank you. It's such a treat to hear from Linda Yui. The books are called Heal Your Hips and Heal Your Knees, and it'll teach you how to avoid surgery. The next book I want to write is called Stop Exercising, You're Killing Yourself, and then it'll be Let Me Explain, but that's coming. But let's get into today's show, because at 8.15, I don't want to delay. We're going to be talking to the man who made this all possible, the great Mike Thompson, who said, you may be an orthopedic surgeon, but I'm in the radio business, and you should be on the radio. And it's due to his vision and the ability to see patterns in life, to be able to cross over one profession to another and see something in me that I didn't even see. So you know how much I love the world of sports, the world of art, the world of surgery. Where did we see someone with that ability before in the world of sports? Well, from wide world of sports on ABC, to Monday Night Football, the man behind it, the genius behind it, was a man named Rune Arledge. And he started with the American Football League because the NFL wouldn't have him. And he built that into a giant business. But it was ultimately his vision of putting Howard Cosell, a lawyer, in the booth in Monday Night Football that changed everything and put the football game on primetime television. Let's listen to number number five. And at that time, I think CBS on Monday night had I Love Lucy and, and maybe Gunsmoke or whatever. But CBS was clearly number one, the number one network. And uh, it was pretty pretty tough time to make a change. NBC also passed, but ultimately third place ABC was more receptive. Still, network sports chief Rune Arledge knew the primetime audience demanded entertainment as well as spectacle. So his first hire was a controversial ex-lawyer named Howard Cosell. Number six. Howard Cosell was neither a play-by-play -play announcer, nor was he an expert commentator in the sense of of being a former football player and so in order to have him i had to have three announcers instead of two and there'd never been three announcers before and everybody said you're out of your mind and they'll be tripping over everybody and all the rest of it next the monday night football booth also attracted the in crowd of celebrities and politicians who dropped by for an intimate chat with 40 million viewers I remember a game in Los Angeles where, believe it or not, we had Ronald Reagan and John Lennon in the, in the booth at halftime at the same time. I mean, now there's a pair. We had Spiro Agnew when he was vice president under Nixon in a, at, a, at a game in Baltimore. In spite of my uh, national connections, Howard, I stick with the Colts. But the show's biggest drawing card became the announcers themselves, the battling trio of Cosell, Meredith, and Gifford. Now listen to Frank Gifford, who worked for Rune Arledge in the booth, talking about why he was so successful. He's like the Mike Thompson. He's like Barry Gordy in art because he saw the storytelling that was needed. Number 14. No, he really cared. He had a feel about what he put on the air, that he was trying to accomplish something. Not, he was trying to get to the soul of it, if you will, what it was really about, not just the Nick score. 
games that people play. Why do they do it? Why do they do it as well as they do it? Uh, how can they possibly do that? And the motivation, uh, whether it be physical or, or mental or spiritual, whatever it is. He, and he, he hungered for that sort of knowledge. And he knew that he liked that. Number 15. He also was aware, too, that too, med, too much information could you get blurry-eyed over it. So I mean, it's a thin line you walked. And, you, and I think that thin line on one side of it for him was who and what are they about? And why are they able to do this? And that's what he wanted to know after he saw an event. And he preached that in his own way um, to all of his announcers. He knew Howard Cosell. Forget about that he was a lawyer. But he realized he was a storyteller and could bring life to who was behind the helmet on the football field. He had that vision. Well, who in the art world worked on the assembly line, making cars, seeing the raw chassis, the chrome, the metal, the rubber coming in the factory and leaving as a beautifully finished colored car? That was Barry Gordy who said, I love music. But I'm going to learn from the auto industry and take the raw talent, just like the raw materials of the car, <coughs> and turn it into a finished singer, a finished star, and created Motown Records, number one. It's always surreal. My life is surreal. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a fairy tale that happened to have come true. You know, it was a crazy dream, you know, trying to make an artist come in one door and not knowing out another door a brand new star. You just like the auto factory, I used to see those cars coming in, you know, a bare metal frame and they got a brand new car. So I said, wait a minute, why can't I do that with music, my music and my, you know, with the people I work with. Number two. And I had all these crazy ideas. You know, I was a boxer, a songwriter, a shoeshine boy. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, you know, like my father and, um, and then I was boxing and uh, I realized that that would not work after I get, got hit upside my head a few times. <laughs> I said, well, maybe music I love. Most boxers love music. People yeah. love music anyway. And so mm -hmm. I, uh, <laughs> I uh, just started writing songs. And finally, number four. Well, there's only one man on earth that can say that they discovered the Jackson 5, the Temptations, the Supremes, Marvin Gaye, so many more. That man is you. What did you see in all of these people? How did you know that they were meant to be stars? Well, first of all, I didn't know. You know, I, I just went by my intuition, and I've always been a risk taker. And if I believe in something, um, you know, I would stick with it until it worked. You know, it's, it was like... Um, uh, the Supremes took five years before they got a hit, but we believe they were great. It's not the same risk when you have the vision and can see the success that even the Supremes didn't see in themselves, that even Howard Cosell didn't see in himself, that I didn't see in myself as an orthopedic surgeon coming to radio. Coming up next, we're going to hear from the man who created what is now 10 years of the Weekend Warriors show. He came up with the name. He put me behind the microphone. And I'll be forever grateful and indebted to the great Mike Thompson, who joins us next on the Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. Right here, a celebration to last throughout the years. 
Check out the Weekend Warrior Facebook Know Your Knee Post. One of the most complicated areas of the body. ACL, PCL, MCL, patella supplication. Really? Dr. Clapper translates the language of your knee on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Simply type in Weekend Warrior in the search bar and click on Doc's picture. Wow! Your knee feels better already. Damn right. Like, follow, and feel better Hello there. with the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Cedar sinai thanks their staff on the front lines of this crisis for putting the needs of the community before their own, for finding solutions to the problems that need solving, for turning plans into action, and for the care they show every patient every shift. To each of these healthcare heroes who are also parents, spouses, daughters, sons, friends, and neighbors, Cedar sinai honors your contribution and sacrifice today and every day. Thank you. You're the reason we're getting through this. Yo, what's up? It's LZ. Wishing Dr. Clapper a happy 10th anniversary with us on 710 ESPN. The Weekend Warrior Show celebrates 10 years, bringing his Clapper vision to L.A. Happy anniversary, Doc. He came from Lithuania, and he was working at Pullman Standard. He was putting electric in railroad cars, and then he would have a lot of side jobs afterwards at night and whatever and of course I was too young to go with him all well, my brothers you know would take turns going with him and helping him on side jobs and my mother I remember used to get so upset because he'd be home maybe on an off night that he didn't have a job and he goes out and you know my mother would say well you know scream at him where are you going and he says you know that guy's refrigerator I tried to fix the other day it's on the blink again I gotta go back and I wanna fix it make it right oh wow and I listened to that and it was more than one time. And so I got the point of, you know, when you start something, finish it. No matter what happens as far as time or money, just do the job, you know. Wow. Give the people the service and, and, and back it up. You're listening to me interview the greatest football player ever, Dick Butkus. And I'm sure he's been interviewed a thousand times. But I bet you nobody ever asked him. What did your father, the electrician, teach you about being such a great football player? So Mike Thompson was right. Who else is going to ask him that question? And joining me now is the man who made this all possible, the great Mike Thompson. Mike, I can't thank you enough for joining us this morning. Happy anniversary, Doc. And your dad taught you measure twice, cut once. Yes, he did. So, Mike Thompson, well, so is, many... I'm not going to even say anything. You just talk. <laughs> well, listen, it's a great uh, great day to celebrate with everybody that listens to the 710 ESPN and the Weekend Warrior. It's become really an L.A. tradition of people that, you know, work for a living, like uh, Buckus's father, electrician, like your father, a carpenter to uh, people like uh, Jeannie Buss, to the movers and shakers of L.A., but most importantly, the average listener that learns something and is entertained. You know, I look for several things in talent on in this business. Number one, intelligence. Number two, humor, storytelling, and what I call manageable nuttiness. Characters, <laughs> you, sir. Hari character. And that's why people love listening to you every Saturday morning. And that's why they love to see you over there 
in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Thank you, Mike Thompson. You know, I I remember listening to the radio, and there was an ad for a pain reliever called Blue Goo. And Gary Vitti, God bless him, he's a good friend of mine, a longtime trainer for the Lakers. He really saved Magic Johnson and, and Showtime. It was Gary Vitti sitting on the bench. But Gary Vitti has a monotone voice, and he had this ad. Hi, this is Gary Vitti talking about Blue Goo, some pain reliever. And I called Blue Goo and said, listen, I think I'll give the money to the Ronald McDonald House, the charity, but I think I can get on the radio that way and start doing their ads and give the money to charity. So I end up at the station one day with Ron Mitchell recording an ad and I walk past an office, your office, Mike Thompson, where I there hear you go. you go, hey, doc, come in here. I hurt my shoulder. And I go in there and I interrupt a phone call with you, with Curtis Sliwa, not Alan Sliwa, but Curtis Sliwa, your good friend, the guy you put on the radio, the guardian angels in New York, who you Who's say to me, you look right at me. Now? Yeah, you said to me, Hey, Doc, you know who Curtis is? Yes, I do. And I want to thank him for saving my life on the subway all those years. I used to have to work the midnight to eight in the morning shift doing research projects. I got mugged every night. If it wasn't for him, I'd be dead. And you said, well, talk to him. And I, you put it on speakerphone. And I thanked Curtis Sliwa there in your office in front of him after teaching you about your shoulder. And you said, all right, Curtis, I'll call you in about 15 minutes. And you hung up the phone. And that's when you turned to me and said, that's the best interview I've ever heard of Curtis Sliwa. Doc, you should have your own show. That was the moment that it happened. That's Amazing. right. And you've earned it. You've earned it all your life, as I always told you. You know, your storytelling is incredible. You know, when you tell people what the show is about, any good thing in life cannot be explained very easily there's subtext and there's backstories so on the surface is this about with all due respect some 70 year old guy calling up i got a bad knee no it's about you it's about your carrera marble it's about your restaurants it's about your storytelling you told me a story and i forget whether i have an accurate that your father would drive you past the shabbat maybe uh, on a holy day um, or the Shiva, that is, and you would duck down on the floor of the car so people wouldn't see you. Is that correct? Right. That's exactly right. They would report me to the rabbis at the yeshiva because they saw me driving on the Sabbath. But my parents didn't even believe in God. Why they sent me to an Orthodox yeshiva, I have no idea. But I would be ostracized if they, anybody saw me driving in a car on Saturday. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I am a storyteller. It's, it's, it's an incredible uh, story, you, Robert Clapper, Robbie Clapper, as his friends call him, in the fact that your journey uh, to this point on the microphone goes through uh, coming up with medical devices, working at the hospital for special surgery, uh, over at Cedars-Sinai with a lot of famous people. But here's the thing. Every Saturday morning and in your practice, you touch and get to and understood by the average Angelino 
And for that, as the former program director of this radio station, I thank you for the last 10 years. You've been a wonderful addition to the radio station, and uh, all of L.A. is uh, really wants to congratulate you. Stand up and give you a big hug. Thank you, Mike Thompson. Coming from you, I mean, you're such an important part of my life because you saw something in that few seconds of talking to Curtis Sliwa. What exactly did I say to him that touched you so much? You know, it was just one New Yorker talking to another. That's enough, <laughs> you know? If you don't get wow. it, you don't get it, but we get it. Wow. It was amazing. All these years later, for the people who are listening, Mike Thompson, because you, you know, Michelangelo is dead. I can't talk to him anymore, but I can talk to you, who's the Michelangelo of the radio business. For the people who are listening, who would love to get into the current, because it's certainly not what it was 20 years ago, but the current field of media, what advice coming from you would be so valuable Would you give a listener, a high school kid, a college kid who wants to get into media with all your years of wisdom, your expertise, what is it that they should do? Be yourself. Remember, whatever the thing is that you're covering or talking about, it's really secondary to you. The show is about you. I see many, and I've mentored many people from Stephen A. to Max Kellerman to you to many, many people. But young people coming in, especially on the sports side, think it's about sports. It's not. It's always about you. That's one of the things that we see on regular talk radio. Why? You know, it's really, and again, not making any political judgment. And as a new consultant, I hope to play a part in it in finding entertaining, fun people that you learn something and you're entertained. Those are the primary things that people want. And what do they learn? Often they learn about you, about your life, your opinions, your observations. For example, you or a great talker, a great storyteller, could talk about spinach growing, and it would be interesting, and I would be locked in. (laughs) But people that don't have a personality, the people that are not smart, people that don't understand that it's about you, not the topic, will fail. So let everything go. Just be yourself. Before I let you go, Michael Thompson, I'm going to share with you a story that absolutely made me think of you, appreciate you, and realize what you're up to. So many of the listeners can come and see me, and many of them do, uh, in my office if they hurt themselves, their family hurts themselves. And this has been over the last 10 years. So one day I'm in my office, busy day, they're all busy days, and it's an African-American woman, she's about late 70s, early 80s, she's bone on bone and needs her knee done. And she has, a friend in the room, another 80-year-old African-American woman in the room. And I said to her, to what do I owe this pleasure? Who gave you my name? Who sent you to me? She said, oh, Dr. Clapper, I listen to you every Saturday morning. I'm your biggest fan. And she says, actually, 
I'm actually not your biggest fan. My friend Shirley, and she points to who's in the room, she's really your biggest fan. She drove me here today, and she can't even speak because she's so nervous to be in the exam room with you right now. And I looked at Shirley, and I said, Shirley, you can relax. I'm not going to bite, and it is a pleasure to meet you as well. The lady who stutters, she can't even believe she's, it was really a great moment in my life. And I said to her, like I ask every weekend warrior when I get to meet them, so what's your favorite story that I told? And Shirley looked at me and she said, Dr. Clapper, I love when you talk about surfing in Hawaii. I looked at her and I said, Shirley, you're an African-American woman living in Compton. What do you know about surfing that you would appreciate it that much? And she said, Dr. Clapper, I don't know anything about surfing. But what I know is how much you love it. And that's why I love hearing about it. And it was at that moment, Mike Thompson, that I realized yep. you are correct. Because that's her favorite thing to listen to. And yet she doesn't even do it. And that's when I looked up in the heaven, even though you're still amongst the living with us and said, now I understand what Mike Thompson was talking about all these years. That's amazing. Amen, brother. That's what it's about. It's about yeah. you and, and you have to be passionate about something. And like anybody else, in, if you meet somebody in a restaurant or at a synagogue or a church, Someone that's interesting and someone that's really passionate and has a lot of energy and excitement, you get locked in to what they're talking about. And you've done a tremendous job the last 10 years. So I wish well, you a hearty congratulations, and I can't wait to see you. Me too, Mike Thompson. From Flying Fred Feldman to Gene Shepard to John Gamble to Bob and Ray, on behalf of Abraham Clapper, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and thanks so much joining us today you really you made my day you made this whole career of mine and i really appreciate it love you as we'd say in new york what are you doing trying to make me cry huh <laughs> thanks so much mike well weekend warriors hey, there's the man behind the scenes who made it all happen the great mike thompson forever grateful to him because i get to be here with you because of him and now i'm here because of brian croft and and gordon Kalodney from cedars uh, the saga continues in such a beautiful way. Coming up next, I'm going to take your calls. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Trying to hold back this feeling for so long. Miss an interview or Doc's weekly story? Check it out on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Also, Doc's advice to callers on their aches and pains. Just type Weekend Warrior in the Facebook search bar, and you'll see Doc's picture in the listings. And thanks for checking out the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. What's the best medicine besides chicken soup, <laughs> vitamin C, <laughs> green tea, <laughs> prunes, uh, yeah. shot whiskey, <laughs> not around here. What's the best medicine? I cannot wait. We call it clafter. <laughs> you kidding? I'm not a kid anymore. I'm getting old now. Yeah. I know I'm getting old. I'm at the age now. If I hear someone goes both ways, I figure it's number one and number two. You know. Clafter. <laughs> 
What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. At 42 years old, you know what your new nickname is for me? <laughs> Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. You're not Matthew from Santa Monica anymore. You're Mr. Preop. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. It's all about trying to win, and, and Kobe's about winning, and that's the one thing I've always respected about him. I've been a huge Kobe Bryant fan for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kobe's the guy that shows up every day when he puts his uniform on. He's giving you everything that he has, and he's trying to win. I used to get very upset with people when they talked about him being selfish. Mm-hmm. And I said, what are you, crazy? I mean, even when he played with Shaq, if you look and saw, he probably gave more assists to Shaq than anybody on the team. Mm-hmm. Kobe was not a selfish basketball player, and there were, time, there were times when they were struggling before they wound up getting Paul Gasol and a bunch of other guys where they won some other championships where he just didn't feel confident enough in the teammates that he had that he felt he had to do so much more and that's why people were thinking and saying he was selfish. Um, Kobe's a great basketball player, one of the greatest players ever. That's the Hall of Famer, Rick Barry, who knows basketball. He knows more basketball than, than people who think they know basketball. Wow, what a great career talking about the great Kobe Bryant. What a pleasure. All right, the clinic's going to be open. The number's 877-710-ESPN. Let's go to Anthony in Santa Barbara. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help, Anthony? Hey, how you doing, Dr. Clapper? And I just wanted to thank you uh, for what you did for me last year on February the 3rd, and congratulations on another 10 years, you know, coming, God willing. Um, Thank you for blessing my family. Um, You know, you, you live it. Mamba mentality, and um, thank you. Thank you. you know what happened thank last you. year. And for the listeners that don't know, you know, Dr. Clapper didn't know me from Adam, but he preaches, practices what he does, and so he helped me and he reconstructed my knee. He he uh, reattached yep. my patella quad tendon. Do you remember that? Yep, yep. And You're such a good man, Anthony. You do so much for the world, and it's my honor and pleasure to be able to keep you running around. Well, you know, I go to church on Sunday, but on Saturday, you're my church. And, <laughs> and I, I have learned so much from you on these Saturday morning uh, uh, sessions. And, and I know there's somebody out there listening for the first time. And, and you guys just stay connected with Dr. Topper because I am so much more richer as a man. I, 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 I help mm. strangers now. My kids listen to you, my, my family, and, you know, I'm foam rolling right now. I'm going to go work out with my sons and a couple of hours down at the beach. And, you know, you, you that term ageercise, I've taken it to heart. <laughs> I have water down and everything. So thank you for that term. You need to patent it, Dr. Clapper. <laughs> but you know, I, 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 I'm just amazed at how you tie sports, music, art, and, and I know you know that God has blessed you with a multitude of gifts. And you know that the, the best thing about you, Dr. Clapper, is you recognize that and all you've done is helped humanity. And, and I, I just pray that you, 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 you bless us for another 10 years, Dr. Clapper. And, you know, I can't Thank wait you, to see man. you again. And God willing, we'll get together. And, and congratulations, you know, from the bottom of my heart. You know, you, you've changed my life. I appreciate it, man. Listen, I became a doctor to meet people like you, Anthony. And God put us together for a reason. Thank you so much for the kind words. And look at, look at the lesson you and I learned from this, Anthony. A tragic event that, that through you know, God's gifts, I was able to fix. And now it's oh, yeah. become a blessing. And I think that's the story of life. Don't get upset when it goes left. 
fix it, take care of it, address it. Yeah, and you, you did. You know, when I was on the ground looking up at the sky, when I tore my tenant, my mom has always taught me, you know, there's a scripture, it's uh, uh, 1, Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, and everything give thanks. And so I said, all right, God, thank you for what happened. I know it's bad. 48 hours before that happened, our, our mutual buddy Skip had told me about you. This is 48 hours before my accident. He told me about you. And so it was God's divine plan, yes. And um, again, I just, I, I use your life as an example because you're an artist. And again, this gift that he has given you with just not in the surgery room with, with, with the marble um, with how you tie everything together, and, and it just blesses me. And, and uh, again, thank you. And go another ten years. Um, thank you. Know, you I, I can't wait. I'm not going to miss another show. I haven't in 52 weeks. I haven't missed a show. <laughs> so, so thank me you. neither, Anthony. Listen, what a joy! <laughs> I what know, a pleasure I, to meet you. Taking a vacation, but have a good day tomorrow <laughs> in the water. And, and, and thank you again for everything, Doctor Clapper. I love you, and I appreciate you so much. I love you too, and thank you so much for the kind words. I appreciate it. All right, Steve, let's take another call. That was great, Anthony, from Santa Barbara. What a pleasure to know him and to take care of him. Uh, who do we have now? Okay, let's go to Michael J., line four. You're on with Dr. Klepper. Long time no talk, doctor. Uh, yeah, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'll tell you what, I really appreciate you so much. And when I'm working in the mornings, I work at a couple offices where I can't get you on my headset. So I went and bought an AM radio just so I could hear you. <laughs> that's fantastic you made my day my yeah. sister-in-law said she got a brand new bmw but it don't have an am radio so she can't listen anymore this is progress no, I, I guess i I, I, listen, I listen to you and i listen to a lot of sports talk because i get tired of the same music so um here you go i'll give you a little something for you I guess you say what can make Dr. Clapper feel this way. My girl, my girl, talk about my girl. There you go. <laughs> Thanks so much, Michael J. I really appreciate it. Wow. Listen, I wish I had the gift to sing, but you don't want to hear me singing. But I do love hearing how much teaching somebody really makes a difference. In the world of art, the world of sports, the world of surgery, to me, they are the same. You just got to connect the dots. You just got to find the connections. All right, we'll take a break. We'll pay some bills. Coming back next, we'll keep the clinic open. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show every Saturday morning here on 710 ESPN. Miss an interview or Doc's weekly story? Check it out on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Also, Doc's advice to callers on their aches and pains. Just type Weekend Warrior in the Facebook search bar, and you'll see Doc's picture in the listings. And thanks for checking out the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Wishing Dr. Clapper, my man, a happy 10th anniversary with us on 710 ESPN. It's been a decade, Doc? A decade? Wow. The Weekend Warrior Show celebrating 10 years, bringing his clapper vision to L.A. Happy anniversary, Doc. I know, because I know you, that your hands, and when you're in the operating room, there is another force with you as well. It's the force of your father, uh, your education, your dedication, and your natural ability, your senses. You're sensing things as well. Being a doctor is an art form as well as being a, a surgeon and a mechanic. 
That's the great William Shatner, a good friend, and it's a pleasure to have taken care of him all these years. He just, you'll be surprised when you find out he's, uh, his age and how active he still remains. Busiest guy in Hollywood still. Um, what a pleasure to know him. All right, let's do some calls. The clinic's open. All the lines are lit. Let's go to Denise. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hi, Dr. Clapper. I spoke with you about three, maybe two or three weeks ago. Congratulations on your 10 years, and you'll be doing 30 the next time, okay? Yeah. You're so awesome. <laughs> oh, you're Thank really you. great. But Thank I you. called you because my neck on down to my lower back, I'm supposed to be having um, – uh, the screws put in and the disectomy and all mm-hmm. this stuff, all down my spine. And you right. told me to go see the doctors at uh, Cedars. Uh, um, yes. And unfortunately, I did have one of them as my doctors, but my insurance, I don't have that insurance anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now I can't use them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just scared, but I, I really trust the doctor. I've done a lot of research on the doctor that's going to be doing the surgery. Okay. He, okay. And you know what? He doesn't even take my insurance, but guess what he told me? He said, mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of you because I cannot let you walk around like this, knowing that you have the rest of your life. And you know oh. what he reminded me of? He reminded me of you. And I said, Oh my God, God gave me Dr. Clapper in oh. Indian form. Thank you, God. That's how I feel. Well, but you you do me a favor then. You tell mm-hmm. you tell him that I'm looking for him, and that I want to have him be a guest on the show because why not showcase for him being a saint to. and treating and treating you that way. He's part yeah. of the family now. He's part of the Weekend Warrior Nation, and I want everybody to know about <laughs> him. And I want to know about him. So you do you me really a favor, Denise. You. you you tell him I'm looking for him in a good way. All right. Thank you. I will. This is wonderful. God bless you, Dr. Clapper. Right. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Denise. And we'll be praying for you. And you seriously, you tell him I'm looking for him. And when, when you I hear am. that a New Yorker is looking for someone else, usually people get scared. But you <laughs> tell him not to worry. I'm looking That's for him right. in a good way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Good you. luck God to bless. you. And we'll be praying for you. Thanks so much. All right. Let's take another call. Let's go to Gavin. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Dr. Clapper, I just really wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart, man, because you help so many people on a regular basis. Every week, a lot of people are listening to you, people that are going through pain, people are worrying about, uh, is this something I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life? Uh, Am I going to be able to work and continue to take care of my family? I listened to you speak to an officer earlier today, and you referred him to a couple of occupational therapists. Dr. Eugene Tsai yeah. is who did my surgery. I had an avulsion fracture. Mm-hmm. And the reason I decided to go and get a consultation from him is because I knew he worked at the hospital that you worked at. And I know that mm-hmm. you guys were the best and are the best in the country. I'm actually you. a an electrician. So mm-hmm. the ability to use my hands is my livelihood. It's what my family depends on, you know. My I favorite right Eugene side story, Gavin, when, when he was a guest on the show in studio, so this is before COVID, I remember asking him about the carpal tunnel and all the tendons and nerve that live in the carpal tunnel. So here's a clap revision of a carpal tunnel. You know, uh, when you go up the 405 freeway before you enter the San Fernando Valley, you got the Mulholland overpass, these giant columns 
and the Mulholland Road goes above the 405 freeway, well, all those cars zooming underneath the overpass are all the flexor tendons and the median nerve. They live under the overpass. That's basically what the carpal tunnel looks like. And I remember Eugene Tsai saying, he thinks of those tendons like a symphony orchestra where every one of the instruments is a different instrument, the French horn, the trumpet, the guitar, the violin. And I'm going, you know, Dr. Tsai, that's a clapper vision right there. And he goes, yep, that's a clapper vision. So he's a terrific hand surgeon. You're in good hands. And I hope the police officer from this morning who calls in gets an opinion with him as well for his scaphalunate disruption. David Culver, Eugene Tsai, these are great, you're right, hand surgeons who work with me at Cedar sinai which has been my home for these last 32 years, and I'm so proud to work there. And thank you for the kind words mentioning their names. I appreciate it very much, Gavin. All right, let's go. Let's take another call. Years. Yes, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I hope so. And I'm, uh, you know, I always say to myself, what am I going to talk about this Saturday? But it never seems to be a problem because as Mike Thompson says, I know how to tell stories. So I've never seemed to run out of things to be able to talk about, which is a blessing. And thanks to him for seeing that talent in me. Let's go to Gerald. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Caesar. Let's go to Caesar. Caesar, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Good morning, Dr. Clapper. Thank you for the uh, great work you do. I admire and appreciate your uh, wisdom. And uh, I just love how you appreciate your uh, parents what, and what they taught you. I uh, Being you. the youngest of 14 kids, man, it was uh, not growing up with a dad. I, I really appreciate the way you, you love on your father and your mother. And I just Thank wanted you. to you know, congratulate you for your 10 years, and I pray that you have another, at least another 10. That's a beautiful phone call. Thank you so much for, for picking up the phone and calling me to say that, Caesar. I really appreciate it. Let's go to line four, Rich. You're on with Dr. Clapper. Are you there, Rich? Hi, Dr. Clapper. Yes, I am. Thank you so much for taking my call, and congratulations on the last 10 years. And I wish you many, many more. Uh, I wanted to thank you because you're welcome. I wanted to thank you because you're not just talking about healing people's bodies, but their minds. And and you really care about people. And I can tell because I used to work in a hospital and I know the difference between a doctor who cares and a doctor that just wants to get things done. And I appreciate that. Um, I also want to. Yeah. And one of the bonuses uh, I was, well, I'm still in art, but I, I don't do it for a living. And I went to University of Minnesota for a while, and I actually took art class with uh, Andy Thompson, Michael Thompson's brother. And he's a good artist. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this. He's a very good artist. And uh, my only regret is that when I left, I never took sculpture. So I'm hoping to do that, but I was more of a fine artist, and it's a long story. But, uh, yeah, I I think I got really hooked when I – saw this uh, biography on uh, Leonardo da Vinci, then I was hooked. Wow. Yeah, you, uh, it's a whole different story because whether you draw, whether you paint, whether you do clay, it's additive. You know, you can cover mm-hmm. up a mistake with the paintbrush or with the drawing, you can erase it, or you can put more clay uh-huh. on the sculpture. But when you do stone carving, 
it's subtractive. Uh -huh. You literally have to destroy yeah. the rock <laughs> in order yeah. to create something. And that three-dimensional way of looking at things is so similar to me for being in the operating room. I love to tell people I work on stone and bone. And to me, it really is very similar. And I just pride myself on being the son of a carpenter, someone who loves to use their hands. And I'm the son of a nurse. So I'm in medicine. I'm a carpenter in the body. And it's been a fruitful and beautiful career for these last 32 years at Cedar sinai to be an orthopedic surgeon. And thank you so much for the kind words. All right, Warriors, what a day this has been. What a show this has been. I just am so blessed and you can feel the love and you can hear it in the voices of the listeners, of Mike Thompson, of the guests that we've had on over the years. But I would be remiss if I did not remind you that I don't do it alone. Without the help of Steve Paulette putting the sound bites together, going the extra effort, he cares so much about this show and he's been in this business a long, long time. And for him to be able to take time out of his schedule to be with us, it sounds so beautifully because of him. So a shout out to the man who's been by my side the entire 10 years is the great Steve Paulette, and we need to encourage him never to retire. Thank you very much, Steve Paulette. Damn right. Let's talk about next week. Next week's show is going to be about a young surfer named Kai Lenny, K-A-I Lenny who's from Maui. Well, Kai Lenny has got to be the most talented. Kelly Slater's won the most awards and accolades because there's only one Kelly Slater. But currently, there's a surfer who literally rides mountains. And he rides these mountains, the biggest waves in the world, Nazare in Portugal, Jaws in Hawaii and Maui, Mavericks, you name it, he's on a plane tracking down these waves. But Kai Lenny has a coach, Kai Lenny's coach, who taught him how to paddle so efficiently to catch the wave, who took him from being a stand-up paddler and taught him the skills of being horizontal and how to move through the water. That ability came from his coach and his coach is Doug Silva and once again I thank Jared Abrams for tracking him down because yes it will be interesting to talk and meet Kai Lenny but I'd actually rather talk to the man who has given him the gift of knowledge of how to paddle that surfboard more efficiently to catch those giant waves and survive them so this concept of going from standing vertical, which is what Kai Lenny did initially, to now be horizontal. I started to think already about next week's show. Where do we see this incredible move from being vertical to horizontal? Well, in the art world, it was Jackson Pollock, who you might look at his paintings and go, that's not art. That's a bunch of drips on a painting. There's no face. There are no fingers. This isn't Michelangelo or Leonardo da Vinci. You can't call this art, but you'd be wrong because Jackson Pollock did something that no one had ever done before. 
like Doug Silva teaching Kai Lenny to go from vertical as a stand-up paddler to lying horizontal to paddle the board, there was a moment, an aha moment in the life of Jackson Pollock alone in his studio one night where he took the canvas like every other artist in the history of man. I'm going back to cavemen and paintings on a wall through the Renaissance to the modern era. An artist has an easel and they put the painting vertically on the easel and they paint on the wall. They paint facing them vertically. But Jackson Pollock one day took the canvas off the easel and put it on the floor. It was now horizontal and he dripped the painting onto the canvas. For the first time, we as the viewer get to see the dynamics, the movement of the artist rather than it being still. This was a revolution like none other that you can take a two-dimensional canvas and feel the artist's hand zipping along as he's putting this painting together. Jackson Pollock changed the art world and the 20th century in a way that nobody else ever did. So I'm already thinking, how can I get to Jackson Pollock's inspiration to do that? There's also a great interview of Bruce Brown with Duke Kahanamoku. Can't wait to get that soundbite for you. We'll do that next week. Thanks for all the love and all the well wishes. And we begin our next 10 years next week. Until then, I leave you with Volare. And I truly am singing and flying. I'll see you on the radio. Volare. It's good to be king, right, King James? Absolutely. And good to be courtly friends on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. I love it. Be treated like medical royalty with Clappervision. Clappervision. Feast like a monarch on Doc's delectable finds. There we go. And that far rockaway jester humor. <laughs> Search Weekend Warrior and click on Doc's regal picture. Cool. <laughs> Sound the trumpets. No cortisone, alchemy, or leeches here. Everything's good. Bow, curtsy, like, or follow the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. That makes me happy. Cheers.